The Utah Jazz with one of their more impressive victories of the season. They go to Memphis. They win against Memphis for the third time in four games, three straight against the Grizzlies, and they do it without Donovan Mitchell. An awfully impressive night. We'll break it down. We'll talk about it. We'll take your questions and your comments as the Jazz continue to hold on to the best record in the NBA. Postcast is coming. Postcast is brought to you by two great Utah companies, Grip 6 Belts made in Utah with no flaps, no holes, no flippy, floppy, floaty things, none of that kind of stuff, all at Grip6.com. Check it out. Let's see. I got the honeycomb on today. I showed it to you the other night, but I'm not showing it to you again. It's also brought to you by our friends at Biograss, the big yellow bag, 70 degrees this weekend. It's a great time to do the gardening and get it for you as Biograss gives you the very best chance for the best, most beautiful lawn in Utah with a big yellow bag.com. You get $40 off. Use the promo code locked on. All right. The Utah jazz with a fabulous performance and win today. Very similar to the first game. The jazz won in this one where the jazz jumped early. They took the lead. They led the whole way. They only trailed really for a brief minute when they uh, went down as they opened up the fourth quarter, the jazz kind of pummeled the Grizzlies early. They, hit on 7 of 15 from 3 in the first quarter, and then they went cold. They did it, and the Grizzlies got tight on them and took away the catch-and-shoot threes, and we kind of said it was going to be the off-the-bounce three that made the difference for the Jazz. In the first game of this three-game kind of set, the Jazz went 4 of 20 in the second and third quarters from 3, and tonight they went 5 of 22. And on the broadcast, I had mentioned that what the Grizzlies do is they drop Valanchunas all the way back, they pressure up on you, and they really force you to take the -the off-the-bounce three The Jazz had hit that pretty well in the first matchup, but they really hit him because Donovan Mitchell had made him. The Jazz had hit 10 of 26 on those shots, on the the off-the-bounce threes in those two games, but Donovan was 7 of 9. So the rest of the group was 3 of 17 on those off-the-bounce threes, and that's the shot that they stopped making for a while. Couldn't get the catch and shoots because Memphis was tight on them. And then as the night went on, very similar, they broke through offensively in the fourth quarter. A lot of it, frankly, Mike Conley tonight. And that's a pretty cool story for Mike Conley to have a massive fourth quarter for the Jazz. He's had to learn how to play as the non-primary option in the clutch minutes this year. We have been all Donovan all the time and only Donovan all the time. Donovan's taken 42 shot attempts in the clutch, gone to the free throw line 17 times. Mike Conley's taken 11 shots. to Donovan Mitchell's 42, but tonight it was... Mike Conley that got to be uh, the man down the stretch. Mike Conley goes five of five shooting in the fourth quarter, has 13 points. He makes two free throws. He also assisted on three. He was just fabulous. And frankly, Donovan's only been okay in the clutch this year. So from a big picture standpoint for Quinn Snyder, this is a nice thing for him to say, you know what, Don? Like they've got Paul George on you. I'm going somewhere else when I have to, and I can run Mike Conley off Rudy Gobert. The Jazz two best pick-and-roll combinations are Joe Ingles with Rudy Gobert and Mike Conley with Rudy Gobert. And we saw Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert appropriately in Memphis show the amazing growth that they've had this year. Mike last year you know, came to us having played with the ball in his hands all the time, playing with a popping big or a stationary big, getting handoffs. This was a different type of player. He had to learn how to play a different game. And tonight was as good an example of his incredible growth as he's had all season long in doing that. This was just a fabulous. Boyan got going early. He had nine in the first quarter, and they made a big three 
big three or two in a big bucket late in the ballgame. Royce O'Neal did a very good job on John Morant, who's brutal to guard. Uh, and the Jazz did a nice job. But the big picture is just considering the flight yesterday, what everyone I have talked to said it was just awful. Truly life like you thought it was over. You're in the middle of the air and there is a fire coming out of the engine on your plane and you think it is coming to an end. And you have to deal with that and then go back, be with your family after that death-defying experience and turn around and fly out again that night. That's a lot to ask. And then they came back and I thought had really fabulous focus tonight. I thought there was a chance that tonight you would just kind of see a team that was off focus. Not at all. And these are really big wins on your way to a number one seed. These are the kind of things uh, that you have to go get. This is the one where the number one seed goes to Memphis and gets it. You should never beat Memphis three out of three times in a year. They're 22 and 22. If you get two out of three, you're good. That number one seed goes and gets the third one. So this was a really, really big win for the Jazz. Let's get to your comments and your thoughts here on the comment line. Let's jump it out to our Facebook line at David Locke. Rob says this game is exactly why we got Mike Conley. It is, and I think it'll have ramifications for Quinn Snyder to be comfortable to use him on some other aspects. Paul says, what an amazing win over at Facebook. On Twitch, Ron Nation says B. Okay, B. Well, B, B what? Elliot says, any chance they could continue to do these home and aways in the future? I love the mini playoff dynamic. I like seeing the coaches trying to solve the other teams. It's baseball-esque. I don't know, though I do think there makes a lot of sense, particularly for West Coast teams to play. Like when the Jazz go play Memphis, they should just play them twice. When the Jazz go play New Orleans, particularly like Portland, let's be honest, Portland goes and plays Memphis, they should just go play them twice. Like those are long flights. So I think there is a chance that we can continue to see this into scheduling. Um, I think there, and I do think it's really interesting too. It's probably not great for home ticket sales. Like if you just saw Zion one night, you're probably coming not back to see Zion again the next night. If you just saw the Grizzlies, you're not coming back to see him the next night. So I think that would be a problem is it's probably not great for ticket sales. The more I watch this this year, the more I see of a lot. What is going on with us is Mike Conley's steady command of the point. Mike Conley's point guard play, Andy, has bailed us out of numerous games this year, made key plays, been just fabulous. I am with you. He has been he has really been everything you hoped he would be a year ago. And I actually think more. He's better this year than I ever thought he was going to be for us. So um, it, it, they're great. 36-11 feels good. Only team in the West. No more East Coast swings. Um, you know, Michael, this team is just great. Like, I, I find myself just every night prepping just a little more stunned about what I'm seeing. Like, when I write down 36-11, and 11, and then put down number one offensive team, number two defensive team. Only the best of teams in the history of the game have ever had seasons like this in the regular season. This is just not something you see. The Warriors did it recently twice, but that's one of the greatest franchises we've ever seen. So this team, as we're seeing, the performance we have seen up to this point, does this mean we're going to win a title? I have no idea. But up to this point, this is one of the great basketball teams the NBA has seen. You just don't see teams that are top three offense, top three defense. If you take out blowout time, we're the number one offense, number two defense. That's Chicago Bulls. That's the Stockton Malone Jazz. That's the that's the Los Angeles Lakers with Kobe and Shaq. That's 
the Golden State Warriors. These are the great teams the NBA has ever had that do this kind of stuff, and we've now done it for 48 games. It's just remarkable. Impressed with the win without Mitchell, how much can the Jazz do to prove they're the best team? It's over. Whether we're going to win it or not, I don't know. Clippers are great right now, too, uh, until they just got bored last night. Like, that was so weird. They were so great. They were dominating that game. They looked terrific. And then they, like, got bored and checked out. And, frankly, you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron James are two of the league's five best players. And as great as Donovan and Rudy have been, we probably don't have that guy. So we're going to have to do it collectively. So this is not going to make it any easier. Conley's defense was really good early in the game, getting steals and knocking away. I thought our whole Delta Leo, that's a good point, because all of our points, all of our guys were very active defensively. We're low in the league in turnovers, and when they wanted to play in the mid-range, we went and took care of it by by getting steals, and we um, we don't see that very often. Current playoff setup. Uh, we could play into the, we could play them in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that would be ideal. I don't know. I mean seven plays eight. Hi, what are you doing? Why you can't? That's illegal. You don't have the right to ghost cast me. That's a that's a copyright infringement. Um, that was Kristen. Kristen, say hi. Socially distance and say. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, say hi, KK. That was a that was a pretty good one. All right, let's get back to the questions. Adam Ray King, another example of next man up with Conley Cable taking the reins and Donovan. We have three primary ball handlers. There aren't many teams that can do that. Joe Ingles as the backup point guard tonight. Uh very good. You know, the biggest thing tonight is our kind of our great bench unit that we have that's dominating games from the end of the first quarter, the end of the second, didn't played about half its regular minutes because they had to change the rotation tonight. By the way, just another night. Like, what do we win by two tonight? Four, Rudy's plus 12. It's just incredible. Every night, he's just he's just truly mind-blowingly great. The Jazz stats all point to championship caliber team. Our team's this good go to the finals, right? Ross, every team that's been this good statistically goes to the finals. No team's ever played in a COVID year before, though. Like, I do think there's probably could be something statistically this year where you might decide that, like, there's a little difference to what's going on. When we have not been struck by COVID, we've been not struck by injuries. Our guys deserve credit for that, but there is definitely a health factor in a year in which more players have missed games than ever before um, than going on. To Twitch, also, do you brief the staff on what the studies are? What? When I listen to your podcast, I envision you presenting it as a slide deck to the staff. No, they don't need me. They're brilliant. They've taught me everything I know. Uh, they're absolutely incredible. I'll be honest, last season I would cringe when Conley shot threes. Now I'm confident every t- three he takes. Same with the floater. Uh, the floater is mixed bag, but the three is awesome. Just kidding. All right, finally, their depth is incredible, and the trust with each other is something historically different to replicate, says Ryan. Oni is our next O'Neal, says Andy. Oni's a little smaller, not quite as touch, um, but he's pretty good. Sorry, I apologize for all the little noise. I have my twi- my text messages on coming in, and, and my father-in-law is making great progress after not being as healthy recently, and everyone's very excited. There's a video that just went out about him. So there you go. Um, all right, that wraps us up. Live show tomorrow morning. If you want to join me for our 10th anniversary of Locked on Jazz, have a great one. Jazz win it tonight.